We have a lot of differences, but also we have a lot of things in common. And that is why a lot of issues about Natumazizungumzia, Wagani issue, Mazomani or another, what it is to correlate Naza. So today is going to be one of those episodes. Nadia, what's good? Life's good. It's a great, we're in a great month. Are you talking about specifically the Holy Month? How yes, <laughs> I'm speaking about the Holy Month. How is fasting coming along, my friend? It's, it's coming along great. I like the fact that Lent and Ramadan are like, in a way, falling together. Yeah, uh, it yeah. It feels really good. It does, it does. Being, and, and I, don't, I don't think we've had a lot of those. A lot of time in Akwaz in Abishana. In Abishana, yeah. 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 So it's good. I think for us in Hawaii, what it would be. Yeah. yeah, although bad people are like, no water? Yes. <laughs> it is what it is, Not right? even water. Yeah, it is what it is. That that is the love you But this is one of those moments of what, like okay, that is the this time coming to your first time. You're coming to reflect, basically. <laughs> Something you can hardly do it now. So yeah, we missed the, we missed you out on our last episode. Yeah. For sababu zokuanja wezoeto, but you're back now. Yes. You're gonna be with us for of course, Michael. How you are slowly divorcing us? No, no, we cannot divorce. We still have a long way to go. To an attachment. We have very young babies. We need to raise. We are still, but we are still together. So, yes, that's my idea. Come on, talk with CNN and picture at my matters studio on Instagram or at my matters studio on Twitter. There's a link when you buy a company of money to put up on your website. I can then from there. There are a lot of ways that we can use Basically, she's our own resident psychologist, so it's all about mental health. And it's all about, it's all about mental health and it's all about, you know, mental health for men. So yeah, today is going to be one of those episodes that we always say this, but literally, we all know that yeah. Like for some reasons, Zambazo sijui ni nini Tumeamua tu kwamba duwana kwamba ni vitu mbago wa vitu zungumzi Na in one of those things, kama vingini tu kuzungumzi yoko nyuma kwamba Wanaume na midi wa force to figure things out on their own So one of the reasons we're doing this podcast is Diyaribu kuambia kwamba wanaume moja, you're not on your own Pili, it's okay to feel how you're feeling Tatu, your experience is valid And ime, no, you're not going crazy by thinking about what you're thinking it's an actual issue about your input. So before I dive into that, I have two gentlemen with us. Um, we have two gentlemen with us in the studio. So we might as well just go on up on you could introduce and then we'll dive into it. Abu Suya. Mamma How are you? I am great. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. Thank you for doing this on a Saturday. Ah, great. Because Babu Nadu on Saturday usually not on a Chibazan or Beyond but we appreciate taking time, Kuya and Aqua Mwaka, but you know what? It's something worth discussing, so let's just unpack this. Mm. And, and like Nadia said, it's the great month. Mm. Well, you know, um, my my days are structured for the month. 
So thank you for taking time out of your day to grace the presence of Corpa. We appreciate that big time, yeah. big time. And you have Hafiz as well. And then Hafiz, I couldn't ask your last name. Hafiz Juba. Hafiz Juba? Yes. Or people just call you Hafiz? People just call me Hafiz. <laughs> How are you, buddy? Uh, good, good, good. So thank you, Hafiz, for coming in. Na kujaribu kuanasiz kwenye mazungumza. So, the reason I have both of you guys in here is that kuna kitu ambacho, I think we were meant to speak about it years ago. Mm-hmm. I think we started a podcast in 2019 and somebody sent me a DM about this. If not late 2019, early 2020, right? And then, let me go read the answer and dig up. Sorry, Nambia. Often, we focus on the mother and watch her and watch her carefully for and watch her carefully for signs of depression during a pregnancy and post pregnancy while 50% of pregnancy come without medical complications most of, most of not all women suffer from suffer form of hormonal imbalance leading to negative energy what we fail to notice is the man by your side and how this affects his mental well-being mm-hmm. This neglect is not an African phenomenon, although quite American, although quite predominant on the continent, it is global. Fathers to be lack the space for them to go address the anxiety of being a father, the emotional turmoil and fears, leaving some to resent the entire process of childbearing. Mm-hmm. So what caught me there in the whole context of that word resent. Because I feel like come up to resent that process and childbearing then na kuja kwa na multiply it kubwa sana pretty much everything that dinafuata baada ya hapo so i figure like it will be very important kuja kuzungumza hapo so just to kick it off i'll start with abu here how many kids you get at two kids you have two kids yeah boy five i have a boy and a girl mm. a five year old girl and a one and 19 month old boy okay. wow yeah congrats thank Congress. you congrats I have two kids as well. Mm-hmm. I have a 3-year-old boy and a 10-month-old baby girl. And I've got two girls. Mm-hmm. Um, a 6 to be 7 so yeah. and a 3 to be 4 so. Ah, good spacing. A good spacing. Good spacing. <laughs> I'm telling you it's crazy in the house. Yeah, yeah. Like it's crazy. And for me, it's like unajua ni mdogo. Eh. Lakini unajua mkubwa ni mdogo. Like don't get me question the first one. Eh. Doesn't, Would, yeah. yeah, it doesn't mean Kumba, she's old enough. Uh-huh. So now, uh, you're going to be you give her enough attention and don't make her feel Kumba, I'm going to go like I'm going to kill her fast. Especially about, she's competing for everything. Yeah, yeah. Because I think nature, like Kumba, when you know go, you look after her. Mm. And then, when I saw Kumba, I didn't talk to me like that. So it's something about consciously, maybe not about, we're going to be able to talk to her carefully. You see your car. But we feel like it's all of those things about the desert culture. A lifetime scar from Toto Kona. When I was a kid it was all about it was all about it was it was all about who you begin to be Kanyacha. So yeah, that's quite interesting. Now we've established that. Wait, Nadia, do you have any kids? I don't have kids yet, but I have many kids by association. So my siblings have many kids and I've been a an aunt since I was I think in primary school. Yeah, like a cool aunt. I've, I've been the cool aunt and I'm expecting to be the very cool mom. Be fine cool. Yeah, inshallah. 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 
So a very responsible mom, but approachable mother. That's my plan. Um, so I'm an emotion coach, if I can say. <laughs> Your family saw it. Your family saw it. I hope so. Yeah, Pray for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, um, yeah. so if you bring in the conversation about Nataka Kuanayo now, for the first time, wakati Nazakwa fathers, right? Individual expectations in terms of being a father and, and the whole fatherhood thing. And how was that experience before Tetra Yaya and by the Tetra Kuya? How was that been for you guys? Well, anyone can go first. You wanna go? go I mean, um, I watched before I was a father. Oh, uh, yeah, just you know, as a, as a person. I watched a video, um, this YouTube video, it's called Dad Reflexes, mm. I'll see you, and it's, um, you know, there's a few series, you know, people put, post these up, and it's just instances of dad, you know, Adam Toto, I mean, slide down, you know, too fast and about to fall, dad, let him catch, let him catch, you know, it's called yeah. Dad Reflexes, where, you know, that's just how a dad reacts yeah. to, you know, so that was, that was my first reflection on being a father, what you have to do is like, can I... Can I match those reflexes, you know, mm. like, or how will I get those reflexes? What, you know, nothing should change with you biologically. How does it all change all of a sudden? And I think after becoming a father, I think what uh, that reflexes entail is that you, um, for the first year, uh, especially the first child, for the first year, you're just in a state of paranoia and panic. Kwamba, mm. this kid, you know, can die you just imagine them dying so many different ways mm -hmm. so you're like you know uh you know everything is a threat everything is a, so you know that you're, you're in a constant state of stress and panic kwamba you know i have to you know that's 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 what i so those reflexes you do, I, I think they do exist mm -hmm. it's because you're in a constant state of hyper awareness and hyper vigilance wasababu mm -hmm. you know you're like oh my god i have this kid you know, so uh, I think that that is the, my primary or my foundational mental state of being a father. Is combat. You have to protect and you have to worry and you know anything can happen. You know, you know that's, uh, that, does that take away the fun? Yeah. Does that take away the fun? I don't think so. I think that's part of the fun. You know, yeah. Uh, yeah. You, know, you have mm. to like that's that's your role. You know, you're a protector. Yeah. Yeah. You protect your children. You protect your family. You know, that's that's what you're supposed to do. Well, yeah. Well, you know, it's part of the process. vigilance is yeah. part of protection. Yeah. Mm. And how was it for you, Hafiz? Probably, I think it's probably quite different for me. You know, I felt um, I felt way out of my depth initially, and I guess I think in most parts of my life I feel relatively confident, feel competent in things I do. Having kids was one of those uh, areas where I'm like. I have no clue. I have no idea what, what to expect. Also because for the longest time, up until my, my wife and I had, had our first child, uh, I was actually unsure if I wanted kids. Uh, so it was never, it was always one of those things that I was unsure about whether, you know, whether I wanted to be a father, whether I'd be a good father, whether I'd built to be a father. Uh, my fear or my worry or my hesitation about having kids was I felt like there's so much bad in the world. Do I want to bring someone into the, yeah. the into this world? Um, so once we had once we had our first one, um, I 
out. I'm sure you. I'm sure you experience that when you have when you have a child, your first child, you have people come out from the woodworks giving you advice every second, telling you you should do this, you should give them this, you should, you know, you should give them gripe water. Or you, they have their stomach is upset, and I was one of those guys in the early months where I found it difficult to actually think for myself and make my own decisions until I forced myself to, to snap out of that. Yeah. Mm. And I and think for me personally, the thing that kind of, I remember I was having a conversation with a very great friend, I met Ruben Day in Chakai, when I was expecting my first child. Right? Oh, you did? Mm -hmm. Smart guy, fresh guy, mm -hmm. fresh guy. So we we were texting, the had Baba Shakua Baba before me. So I was like, me. I was like, Mimi, a father. In my mind, I'm like, I'm still a child myself. Anybody know me, I talk about Then how come? And then he said, uh, I can He said, Kama, look, look at it this way. Kama, Kazino, Mimi, you can lead a team. Nothing's happened. Nothing's a moving. Chances are you're responsible enough to be a dad. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, way to go, moment, way to go. But that was his advice. But chances are, you're good enough to be a dad. Lakini, I think for me, Pia, like you guys, I did not know what to expect. And also, just to add to that, I think most of us, or many of us, can be can be a dad. Yeah. But I don't want to just be a dad. I want to be a great yeah. dad. Yeah, exactly. You know? Exactly. Do you feel like, before we, we, we go farther, do you feel like how you were raised has played a part in terms of how you are now as being dead? Absolutely. Do you copy-paste how you are raised, or you, you are you're pretty much uh, uh, very specific on what to apply, how for you it's pretty much... Or what not to apply. Or what not to apply. <laughs> are, you, are, you, are you conscious of that? Yes, all the time. Mm. Um, and I think, for, for me, it's because, you know, one of the things I, and maybe it's because of, the, of my childhood, the way I was raised, um, I feel one of the things that as fathers or as men we do a poor job uh, with, and especially for sons, is obvious portrayals of affection and love and, uh, you know, hugging your child, saying I love you, things like that, I'm very conscious to do on a daily basis, regular basis. Uh, I don't want my child or my son to be afraid of love. I don't want my child to be afraid of, um, you know, of their emotions, you know. Yeah. Or not to be able to know how it feels like, what, you know, to put the name to the, to the feeling. Exactly. Right? Why is that so important, man? Because that's basically how they learn emotional intelligence. Like I know I'm scared because my father taught me this is what you're feeling right now is fear, right? I'm not being told off for crying or being afraid of the dog that's barking at me, you know? Uh, I need my parent to label and say what you feel, or what I'm feeling for you, this mushy feeling, it's love. I love you, you know? And this big hug is this warm feeling. This is what it means. So the, the emotion vocabulary Children learn it from the parents, how the parents communicate these emotions to them, how the parents identify the children's emotions. So it's extremely crucial. Like when it comes to raising emotionally intelligent adults, it starts with the parents. Mm. Um, I want to ask Lucera now, the whole experience here, partners, Fokati, Manexpecto, Atoto, 
and now we as fathers to be them to report my behavior. I was talking to Hafiz before we started here. For me personally, when we're expelling our first child, I feel like for women, they have a proper structure since they were kids, right? So they pretty much know how to navigate around it, especially during those nine months that they survived. Mm. But I don't remember me ever having a conversation look. As you're expecting a child, have to be careful with It's like I had to figure everything out on my own. So I remember this conversation with my wife, it was more like, what do I do to make things better for you? Yeah. You know? Because it was I, about her. It, 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 it was about her. And for a good reason. For yeah, good reason. As a man, you're like, this is this is my responsibility. So it became more about her. But on the other hand, for her. She had a lot of support around. I mean, the mom was there, the sisters were there, my sister was there, my mom. Like there was everybody else about they were all looking for her. So I don't know if it's selfish, but during that time, really, nobody would think about Michael, what do you need? Um, are you quick? Are you do you feel confident Baba? Do you feel confident Did you guys go through the same experience and how was it for you? There's a, there's a phenomenon about gender, mm-hmm. about it's happening today, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, maybe the experience like this, I was at work. I was at work and the, the wife was pregnant and I said, um, there, was another, there was another person who was pregnant and it was, we were like a team building session. And I said, I said, I'm pregnant. Yeah. You know, meaning my wife is but I said I'm pregnant, I didn't even like, I just thought of it, I'm pregnant. And everybody was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like they looked at me like, you know, I said it differently. Oh, I said something weird. Mm. And, you know, I expected they understood. Now, what I meant was my wife is pregnant. I'm not physically pregnant. I'm yeah. a man. You know, yeah. well, you know um, like in the context of a man saying, I'm pregnant or we are pregnant mm. is very strange now. And um, I was watching another movie where, you know, they were saying, ah, from Paleolithic man, you know, to, you know, to we are pregnant. As if you have change kabisa you know what it means to be a man by you know by internalizing your wife's condition and you know being like we're in this together while you consider it as part of you you know even to that positioning of yourself is very strange kazini they like sort of like they laugh like abu bana you know you said something crazy and i'm like all right, you know, I understand, you know, I, I take it, you know, I, I took it like, okay, whatever, you know, you know, what to, you know, they're setting their ways. Well, mm. you know, just because I've said something um, that seems new or seems different, uh, positions the gender specific role differently, you know, they're like, oh, what's going on with this guy? And, and, and they laughed it off. And they were quite, you know, I felt quite dismissive about it. I was like, mm. no, uh, I'm serious, you know, like, I'm serious about this. Like, um, I'm in this journey and I'm in this. Well, you know, you know, this is a part of me. I'm not just, I'm not detached from it. So, yeah. no, no, I'm, I'm participant. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Would you say it was the same for you? It was. I think, I think you know my wife. Yeah. Um, and 
you know, up until the point uh, we were pregnant, yeah. she, you know, she was, she's, you know, she's a strong, very, you know, a very confident, very like strong will, strong character. Uh, however, when we got pregnant, it was the first time. And again, maybe this is where gender biases come in. I saw her as vulnerable, um, and what was what was what was really interesting during that time. It was. I, I felt like I, I actually felt like I needed to take care of her, uh, and I saw I saw glimpses of her, you know, being vulnerable. I'm like, okay, something is different. There's definitely something um, is going on, and I, I, you know, what I read now with hindsight is. There's this anxiety, you know. It was this anxiety about what's to come. The same way I had anxiety, uh, you know, hers presented itself as being vulnerable. Mine presented itself as let me take care of this vulnerable person. Yeah, yeah. 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 Was it the case? Was 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 it the case, Kumba? When you tried to when you tried to you know when you recognize that she's vulnerable, and you try to you know to like. I uh, address that, or you know, attend to that. Mm. When you try to attend to that, how did she receive it? It depended on the trimester. Because, because, like, I, I recognized I had the same exact, uh, exact uh, feeling, and mm. uh, how he describes his wife yeah. is how I would describe my wife. In fact, my wife is his sister. Oh, but the way the way I see it, Bikwamba, um, I you know I was like okay because she's very strong-willed, mm -hmm. and uh, you know I was like ah maybe she might need, but no you know I was like what are you doing like she was like what are you doing like you know like stop acting and, weird. And, 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 and I think one and, of the things that we as men we need to, yeah. to admit Nikwamba. We love when they kind of we need it, yeah. right? Of course, and some of the things of you strive of Nikwamba. Yeah, you need me, yeah, so yeah, this absolutely. is time for me to step Absolutely. Up. So when that doesn't happen, yeah. you have to to I will quit and I'll retire. How do you navigate that? There was there was a there was a day. Um, we had a we had a little dog um, pass now and I took Camille. Camille was outside. You know, to him, to him to Enje, uh, she was outside. Well, you know, no uh, wife was like was six months, maybe five six months pregnant. Of course, she was showing. You know. But she was still like, um, she's still like, I'm doing everything, like nothing's changed, you know, I'm doing it. Well, um, a, 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 a big dog, it was a small dog, a big dog approached our, our porch because she was pregnant. And, um, you know, uh, she went and, you know, we heard it barking and Shai opened the door. There's a grill and there's a glass sliding door. And uh, she opened, you know, she went to check, like Camille was barking, barking, barking. And she was like, and when she shook and she's like, oh, there's another dog, a big dog. I don't know. So she like she freaked out and she opened it and you know the dog attacked Camille. Like Camille was calling, attack Camille, you can't come out that dog like you like, I'm like, what are you doing? You know what you're doing? Like, what are you doing? Why are you like you're fighting you know, it was a massive dog. What are you like she went and she kicked it and I'm like, what are you doing? Get inside the house, like what are you doing? Like, you know, like yeah. stop it. You know, yeah. stop like putting because she's putting herself in danger. Yeah. But she like she attacked that dog. She wow. you know, she like her maternal instincts yeah. for Camille just kicked in and she attacked yeah. that dog and the dog ran. Like, like you know, she, the dog attacked Camille, went for her neck. She grabbed the dog, Kampupa. Like, wow. you know, like, you know, she just, you know, and I was like, what are you doing? Like, they're like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, you know, because I'm behind, like, I'm not, I'm catching up because she's like, Camille, the dog is, you know, she's, 
And I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's gonna be fine. You know, it's just dogs barking. You know, no more than I talk. I'm like, you know, so I'm chasing them behind. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. But you know, um, yeah, uh, it, it's, you know, it's, yeah, it's like, uh, you know, she's putting herself in danger and she feels fine. And I'm like, oh my God. Because you're thinking you know, of yeah. a lot of other yeah, things. Yeah, like, oh my happened, God, right? anything can happen. That dog could attack you back, you know. Yeah. Could have had rabies. Yeah. You know, rabies cannot be fixed, you know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, she could have tripped. Yeah, uh, anything. Well, right, right. could have happened. Anything. So. And like, like I was saying before, like, yeah. Your paranoia has kicked in yeah. the moment you know this kid is because the paranoia has kicked in. Like, what am I gonna do? What yeah. am I gonna do? Whatever, you know, yeah, yeah. But you know, you're very like vigilant. You're like, you know, edges, uh, edges. You know what? Uh, anything is just. Yeah. yeah. Did you get to meet when you practice? Could you get to meet fathers to be? Do they share the anxiety? Or Not do you that. feel like to no part anxiety? You feel like yes, there's such a thing. Definitely anxiety. So, Kwanzaa, okay, to childbirth or, or just welcoming a new a newborn. Or even getting pregnant, right? That's a significant, it's a major life event. Because as you're both saying, it's like your whole life changes. Like how you conduct yourself, how you and your wife engage with one another in your household. Literally, how you engage with the community and the world around you. Literally everything changes. And that change comes with joy and excitement and you know these new sense of purpose to life like yeah. now there's a, a yeah. bigger purpose there's yeah. these humans that i'm like entrusted with but it also comes with psychological challenges like the anxieties you know uh depressive moods so it's not just mothers that actually experience postpartum or you know um depression after birth there's research showing that fathers some fathers also experience that. But again, as because we're in this, you know, in the societies we're in, not a lot of attention is paid to the father's experience. In that moment, all the excitement is around the baby, the new, you know, the new mother, the dad's kind of like a support actor. I think also a uh, father doesn't a feel time. like he has the, exactly. the right to feel <laughs> depressed because yes. look, the mother went through so much I've just been a bystander. Like, what did you go through, right? Yes. (laughs) But again, we need to acknowledge there's so many... You mentioned there's not uh, physical or biological changes. There actually are. There are hormonal changes that happen in fathers. You know, um, there's... Your immune functioning changes, right? There's a lot of these changes that we... One, um, that are researched. They're out there. Um, and they help. They help to build that sense of empathy with the child, that connection. It's not just the mother and the child, even with the father. And it doesn't necessarily have to be that you've carried the child and there's a physical, uh, you know, sign of the pregnancy within you. But those physical changes do happen. The levels of testosterone tend to drop in fathers when you know when when, when they just when the wife's pregnant, when the the childbirth happens. There's so many changes, you know, and so no wonder there are these anxiety levels, the hypervigilance. All of this is not just a so- socially uh, influenced, but it's because of what's happening within you that all of these reactions are also happening. Yeah. Which, again, we as a society, we fail to acknowledge. And so it leads to these feelings of fathers feeling, I cannot, I cannot be entitled to what I'm feeling right now. I need to refocus my attention. I need to repurpose this energy that I'm feeling into uh, a socially acceptable 
taking care of my wife and kids you know uh, so that's how we so we basically manifest those changes externally because when we think of externally you will obviously do what is socially acceptable why are the rates of depression higher in women than men not because more women experience depression than men it's because more women report symptoms of depression than men so again it's a social socially influenced elements but society says Nadia can cry Nadia can overtly express these difficult emotions of sadness of um, you know all, all these emotions we label as feminine but for men it's more prominent to see a man be angry be protective right uh, because again socially we said a man yeah these, these are emotions in women you are like no women cannot you cannot be that aggressive right but that's the society we are coming from and we're definitely changing thank God uh, but it's still predominantly that's those are the frames where we're working with and, and, I, and I think for me the whole concept first of all like a said you are really as a man you don't feel like in any position mm. to express any way shape or form of feeling you are like I'm a part of total that is my child so whatever it is that I'm feeling she has gone through worse yeah. like, rightfully so like right so, right? It's a life-threatening yes, it experience. Is. It is. So oh, man. because the most of challenging, most important yes. thing you it should is. Yeah. So, so because of that, there's that guilt to treat. Whatever it is that I'm feeling right now, I mean, she went through what? So, mm. if she's not complaining, if she's happy, if she's good now, who am I to express how I'm feeling? Mm. And also, there's another thing which, well, I'm, if I can just say mm. something, there is I think at least from. You know, in reflecting and in hindsight, I believe my 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 wife and and myself went mm. through some period of uh, I wouldn't necessarily say depression, but definitely you know feelings of unease post depression job. Mm. Uh, and in hindsight, I think if I expressed how I was feeling more um, overtly, I think she would have been more comfortable experience, like, mm. expressing herself. Yeah. Before. Yeah. Yeah. You would have been in a better so, position to support it, one another. Exactly. So I think actually, you know, thinking about it is actually you know, positive to showcase yes. how you're feeling because your partner will be more likely to open up. Mm. But, but, but I feel it's got to go back to a lot of us not having the tools to express those feelings, right? They have the tools, they have the means now. They know how to very well express their feelings in a very respectful way now. And then discussion it comes up, but you know what? I'm actually scared, or I don't know how I'm gonna, I don't know how to do this, that thing well right now, or I have traumas with how I was raised. When you're, um, I'm gonna need your help. navigate through this world, you know what I mean? It's a feeling about what one is a corner feel. Like in a, one of the things I've noticed you come by a lot of men lack the tools maybe their partners are not equipped enough to handle that feeling as well. I'm going to say that you know what? Because we've seen a lot of relationships that has never been the same. 
And mm. it's not because they don't love the child or not that they love each other. Ila kuna that unspoken thing and boy people are cut that people do not know how to navigate. Mm. Yep. So is this and it's perpetuated by society. Society yeah. already has these roles associated yes. with well you know like you have to you know as much as you are thinking I don't have the tools or you know what am I supposed to do um imagine what the mother is thinking you know she's also you know constructed or you know the constructs have been built around her in the same way and maybe even more so was mm. about you know child rearing and child bearing is a woman's prerogative yeah. or you know it, the pressure is square oh. you are just you know you know like you're you're an interloper you're you know you're intruding as a man socially in the social construction mm. not necessarily in your mind but you know well you um there's also say for example um your expectation of your parents how your parents especially the mother how is the how is her mother going to react mm. and uh mimi when i spoke i spoke to a friend you know i asked a family friend you know um you know what once you had kids you know i mean um uh, i i feel like i feel like you know african parents are in your you know the helicopter you know they're in your shit you know they're always like trying to figure out hey, you know but, but they mean well yeah they mean well you know like all all you know all in you but you know i was like so you know they must be very proactive you know when you have kids and you was like nah man these guys nah, nah, you know, don't expect anything from them at all they're, they're done like they're not useful like you know like they're they're only good for like you know a few hours of taking care of the kids you know but yeah. don't don't expect anything you're on your own is what he told me and you know quite you know the expectations as much as you feel society is telling you how you're supposed to behave mm. when it comes down to it the members of society that you would expect to be you know your partners in this yeah 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 well that is very true but i think but for me it was slight okay it was slightly the opposite i would say sababu uh-huh. so if let's say if you're here from my wife's point of view my wife's side right uh-huh. like they were there uh-huh. like fully uh-huh. you know like they yeah, were there yeah, yeah, yeah. the mother yeah. the sisters yeah. the brothers like they were there you know my mom came in kuza mwanzo you know to pick up toto she was there to make sure in the nini and then she went back to her place and, and but i don't mean that they weren't there yeah, yeah, yeah. but i mean uh, your expectations and how they react is oh, different, different. Yeah. what i'm saying yeah, yeah. not yeah. that they weren't there yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. so if you expect them come out of sedia all the way through yeah. and that kuna vitu wanaweza kusaidia lakini kuna vitu vingine no 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 Wow. And to think there's no school for parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's no, you're talking earlier physical stuff and pretty much people not knowing what they do. Like if they feel like it's really good advice. Yeah. <laughs> right? And and I think uh, you know I well there's also this generational divide where uh, I cannot count how many times my own mother and my mother-in-law um especially especially with the first born we would do something we doing something I'm like no that's not how we used to do it mm. like no but research shows that actually you shouldn't you know, example of giving water yeah. you know, water to a child you shouldn't give water to a baby they get enough water for breast milk uh, 
This is a problem the Google generation. Yeah. You, know, you don't know. You don't know. Yeah. You know your phone. We've been raised. We raised you. You yeah. guys turned out okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did we? Exactly. I was telling you a few oh, before, before recording, Kumba. When my first one was Amezaliwa, uh, I think when, I think it was for the first three, four months. We talked on the corner of your body at Chupa. Like literally, we cannot put nobody up in the dispenser. And you and a body begin. In my mind, I was like, this is not sustainable. <laughs> I was like, at some point, at some point, I'm trying to put it for him. But what's the counterpoint? Like in my mind, she was very specific. And then I put a point come to me as a man. I was like, Michael, what do you know about this? She was, but and it's something my brother teases me. Pakaleo, my brother's like, my God, you gotta come and get it. You gotta know how far you're going. Yeah, yeah. You know, then at night, um, so I said we are 19 months old, and then at night, I go to parke, I go to the sink. Um, we only have one sick. Like in um, when uh, so this one's Caden, the first one was Kai. When Kai was born, like, and even as, as when Caden was born, to Mabadisha, we separated everything that the baby had. The baby was like, you know, you could keep ultra sanitized. And um, even at 19 months, Kai's stuff would have probably been ultra sanitized. And I am part of that. Like, yo, yo, you gotta keep it sanitized. Like, oh, what, you know, boy, what, <laughs> you're eating. Yeah, 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 yeah. You gotta keep it sanitized. Like, yo, yo. Well, I, I, I you know, I, I'm in the kitchen, and um, the kitchen sink, as far as I'm concerned, you know, as far as the kitchen, Toilets near bathroom. The kitchen sink is like bacteria central. Yeah. Okay, bacteria central. Quite well, you know, we we are aware of that and would keep the stuff away. Like, but yeah, no, come back. We and it's a second child. I was like, it's just we are now so easy. Come back. The actual the nipple of the bottle, baby bottle, was in the drain. You know, and I was like, who did, like, who did this? So I took it out and I like I replaced it. But I didn't really like. I was like. I was as paranoid as I would have been. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I was like, you know, I was like, you know, we've we've developed, you know, like, you know, you know, you know, yeah, because you know, like that would that would have been like a panic one, like, oh my god, you know, E. coli, what material is in there? Oh my god, you know, ah, you know we swept everything, you know, it would have been, you know, a panic, but that, like, ah, you know. The second child is easy. I didn't even I didn't even wash it. I just took it, opened it, because I reversed the nipple and I said like yeah, just don't use it again. You know? <laughs> don't use it again. Yeah. Uh, uh, I didn't even panic like that. Yeah, yeah. I want us to talk about a little bit in terms of the the relationship with the partners, especially by the Kwam Totrame during that process, right? Kunawata boy bring them closer, Sana too. Like as a Tanzanian man born and raised here, na kwa kujua changamoto tulizonazo, vivile tunawana kwamba wengi sana, they cannot handle that thing. You can, they cannot handle the process. In the sense kwamba moja, maybe kutokujua how to, like if you really put up with needs, that come 
ulikujongesha kwa tumongesha kwa vulnerability tumongesha kwamba kuweza actually being there na vitu kama hivyo lakini kuna that period na that period baada ya kuwa mtoto amezaliwa kwamba when conversation anza ku center on the child what did you guys do to make sure kwamba despite all yao yanatokea lakini we are not losing what made us get this child because for a lot of people pale pale kwa first of all kwa Tanzania ukipata mtoto washikaji akija kukupongeza they take you out of the house kama wewe ni mtu wa kutoka Yeah, How did you guys go around it? Was it intentional or is something that just happened because you both knew Kwamba it has to work? We're still going around. Yeah, yeah, like, 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 like well, did I go through it? Or am I still, still in it? I think I'm still in it. I'm still in it. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, I, I'll say one thing that has changed. I hope it is um I hope it is short term, but it has changed is definitely physical contact between my son and my partner has mm. uh, decreased. Has, has decreased. Yeah. Uh, one because you know when the kids are young. Yeah. I my wife currently is uh is stay at home with the children, which means by the time I'm back she's she's exhausted. Yeah. Doesn't want, you know, definitely doesn't want to be touched by anyone. Secondly is we put ourselves again hindsight is 2020. Right now our kids sleep with us. Mm. <laughs> and and yeah. you know to make and it that's going to go on forever. I know. This one guy was telling me that my kid is 11 but when I put so bad like so we're we're, we're really tough spot yeah. so yeah. then we to make it easier for us so we're not just waking up all the time. We've moved into the children's room. <laughs> we, we have we have two mattresses. Yeah. And we kind of each like this is your child for the night, this is your child for the night. <laughs> oh, really? uh, so that obviously is not sustainable long mm-hmm. term yeah. and it's not good for our relationship. We recognize that, but it's not a it's not a anyone who is who's closely to their children will yeah. tell you it's a very difficult thing. Mm-hmm. Uh to wean wean your kids mm. off of. Uh, but on the flip side, um uh, my I'll tell you 2 weeks ago, yeah, about 2 weeks ago, my wife came to me and was like, "We need to talk." Okay, what did I do? Usually, <laughs> uh, it's like you're working a lot, you're mm. always busy when you come home, you know, literally it's I usually do bath bedtime wind down with the kids and after that we'll just exhaust the schedule let's schedule were you uh, messing with the schedule well no actually she told me and she came to me like listen you need to promise me that you're going to give me one hour a day mm. dedicated to me mm. uh, and we'll choose what I'll choose what we do and that that's your promise that's what you're committed to me like yeah i think that's reasonable that's fair uh, 
I'd love to You're do saying that. like a date hour? Like it's a date hour, but then I think she I think she was trapping me. Because that <laughs> because that, that date hour has turned into it's like so the thing I wanna yeah, do is contract. go to the gym. And I'm like, contract. no, no. <laughs> But that, this is just your way to get me to work out. Yeah, yeah. But but, but it's working out, right? You, you can't just spend time together. We're spending yeah. an hour a day together at the gym. But I think small things like that, mm. where you know, before kids, I, you know, would laugh at. Uh, now you actually have to be very intentional yeah. about about the time you carve out for each other. And even you know, sometimes it can't even be an hour. Sometimes yeah. it can be the coffee you share in the morning. Uh, before you're running out of work, but you have to be intentional about mm. this. And I think the moment you stop having the patience or care about being intentional enough is the beginning of yeah. the beginning of that. You're having trouble. Mm. Yeah. 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 But maybe my four-year-old right now, I'll breathe. So breathe at another beginning. あきしとかおでんさしとしこささぼしこさなでさたまさめあらうしばはいいだぜまためしとかおでんねんねんねんねんねんねんねんねんねんねんねんねんねんねんねんねんねんねんねんねんねんねんねんねんねんねんねん
you know, the husband and the wife or the partners to the children, which is, yes, the bigger thing in that moment because that's a huge responsibility that you now have. But the biggest mistake we tend to do, right, is completely neglect the us so that we can focus on the kids. Because those kids learn from the us. <laughs> so if we're not healthy, you know, it's not whatever attention and focus, hyper vigilance or hyper attention we give to them. It's not going to basically fulfill all of the needs that they have because at the end of the day, they need to see the parents and how the parents engage. That's how they learn how to, you know, how to engage later in life, especially when it comes to romantic relationships. You don't want your child to be in a, in a, in a relationship where they're forgetting about each other and each other's needs and they're just focused on, on their children. Because, I don't know, it's a Chinese philosophy or something. They were talking about how uh, the reason why people wear the ring finger is where the ring finger is. Uh, it's because when you put these fingers together, all the fingers will separate, but that finger you won't be able to separate that. You can try it as a social experiment on yourselves. Yeah, like, no, 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 your own hands. So basically you put those together. This represents you, the middle finger. So you fold those uh, and make sure all the tips, so the, the tips of the, the, thumb, the thumbs touch, the tips of this pointy finger touch, the middle fingers they touch, that represents you. Um, what finger is this? the ring finger, right? The ring finger tips, they touch, and the pinkies touch. So the thumbs represent your parents, right? The pointy fingers represent your siblings. The middles are you. The ring finger are you and your, are your partner, basically. And then the pinky is your kids. Try to separate the thumb, while making sure all the others are intact. Okay, put that back together. Separate the pointy finger. Your parents will leave you, you'll eventually move on and form what your own family, the parents, your parents, parents. parents yeah. Siblings. Your siblings will also leave you, they'll go form their own families. You're always stuck with yourself. Um, the pinky fingers will separate because your kids, you'll raise them, they'll leave you at some point. But try to separate you and your spouse without yeah, releasing yeah, the yeah, others. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't, you're stuck with this person. Basically, this is, a, this is your person. So. If we're losing focus of our person, that we created these other humans together and we're raising them, we're definitely setting ourselves up for, you know, a disaster. Because that's your companion, right? And we might say, okay, right now let's focus on the kids, but humans are creatures of habit. So now, how long does it take for that child to be independent enough for you to not give all your attention and focus to? A, a long time. I mean, they say it takes, what, 21 days to make or break a habit. So I imagine if you're building that habit of neglecting one another, because that's what's happening. If our focus and attention is on the kids, then I don't have my attention and focus on you, right? You don't have your attention and focus on me. We're neglecting one another. We start to live separate lives. The life starts to be about raising the children. The, the life becomes about, you know, going out, working hard, providing, making sure our kids go and have the best that they can have, right? It becomes a habit. Pole pole, that's how, that's how things start to, to corrode, right? You start to lose into You start to, exactly. 
And that's what builds a relationship at the end of the day. So if we're not tending to those things, obviously it can change because now you have an added responsibility. Maybe the time if you were spending 24 hours, okay, that's unrealistic, but if you were spending five hours in a day together, undivided attention, you will definitely not get five hours. But intentionally saying we're gonna have an hour, regardless of whatever is happening, or two hours, or even half an hour, to intentionally maintain our bond, have intimacy. Intimacy doesn't have to be sex. Intimacy can be going for a walk, having a chat, speaking about our stressors. Today, work was this shitty, or today the kids gave me a really hard time. You're keeping that intimacy, that bond, that connection alive. And by the time you're, obviously the kids, as they grow, they need you less and less and less. But you've continued to nurture that person that will always be with you that you will always need, and they will always need you more or less the same amount that they've needed you when you got into the relationship. Because you get into it fully independent. And you choose that I choose to want to be with you. Right? Why did you say intimacy doesn't have to be sex? Because um, one, most people will be like, but we don't have time. And then the kids are jumping in the bed, and the kids are all over the place. And so we can't have this. And so we use sex, it as an excuse. Sex gets... Sex gets sidelined. It does. Sex gets sidelined. Yeah. And it, actually, you know, that you mentioned it, and so I think that, you know, sex is important. Extremely. And sex is very important. <laughs> well, you guys have to, like, figure out how you deal. Uh, um, uh, you might not have the same type of sexual relationship that you had before kids, mm. but I think um, it, can, it can easily get sidelined. And, um, you know... Uh, you know, I, I don't want to have to beg for sex. Mm. Well, you know, it's not, yeah, 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 you know what I mean? <laughs> exactly, yeah. exactly. Well, you know, like if if I need sex, but um, you know, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to be, I don't want to get a bad reaction mm. by asking for it or whatnot. You know, you get you you can tend to neglect it, yeah. and I think. Both of you, you know, it's, you're neglecting it, but you're not realizing. Mm. You're not realizing that you're neglecting it. And you're not realizing that, you know, well, you, you know, you have to, like, um, when I said intimacy, I didn't mean sex as well. But when you said it, it doesn't have to be sex, you know, yeah, I still have to think that, you know, yeah. but we should, you know, it is maybe we should, it, it should, it's a separate, maybe it's a separate discussion. But sex needs to be discussed. No, but know, we yeah, should discuss yeah, it, yeah, yes, yeah, because yeah. it's part of the... It's it's part yeah. of the epic, and yeah, it, like, yeah. you can clearly, like, if you go back, you can clearly tell your sex life before yeah. and after, and after, and after yeah. Like, yeah. So it's important. Yeah. It's just unpacking it. It is yeah, and you have to, like, yeah. yeah, we have to, you know. And it's, it's, like I said, you know, it's very difficult, you know, I'm like, you know, I'm not gonna, like, I'm not gonna beg for it, you know, but, <laughs> but you know, but I might be desperate. Because, yeah. you know, when you're desperate, you know, like, you, you, you will default to begging. Yeah. <laughs> you default dramatic. to begging because, come on, come on, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is, that, is that what pride talking about? Yeah. Definitely. Because, because of Definitely, the other hand, yeah. Yeah. Other hand yeah. I feel like you should be able to have that kind of conversation with your partners. Yeah, yes. right, yeah. But I think for men, we are like, come yeah, on, you know, I, even uh, the discussion, you know, do I have to talk about this? What? How do you feel? You know, why am I the only one who has to feel like I'm the one who has, you know, like why is the burden on me? What about you? You know, like, you have burden too. You know, <laughs> and that's why it's important to nurture the the relationship yeah. because then you're creating this safe environment to speak about the this. Speaker, yeah, yeah. You know, there's so many changes happening within, mm -hmm. let's say, just the female body. 
right? Maybe they're not feeling very yes. desirable uh -huh. or, or they just don't feel like th that arousal isn't there. Yeah. But it is important to be able to speak to your partner and say, you know, right now, this is what I'm feeling. Mm -hmm. But I know this is an important element. How do we make this work? Yeah. You know, uh, it's extremely important. Mm -hmm. And also that's when the beauty of us living in our, our very, um, what, indivi not, not individualistic, but our collectivistic culture. Mm -hmm. Grandparents, aunts, like I was used a lot. <laughs> like I babysat. That's why I say I'm like I'm a mom uh -huh. from yeah. experience, just yeah. secondary, because I babysat a lot. So yeah. those my siblings, my my you know my sister and her husband could go on dates and have their intimacy, you know. Um, so we it's important to do that and make use of the resources, like the people around you, you know. Um, sending the kids to the grandparents even for a night. You know, they don't have to be there 24-7 for you, but we have a date night. Maybe it can be one night a week that we allocate. We're gonna get freaky, mm -hmm. right? You make a plan. And in this moment, because there's so many date changes. Night. Yes, <laughs> date a date night. night. <laughs> you know, because That's so what you thought, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> date night. Anybody surprised? Date night. Like, oh, we're working <laughs> out? <laughs> Gym. <laughs> and there's so many spaces, right? Yeah. There. Okay, I'm not, uh, I don't know if this is legal, but... You have so many spaces. Like if you you leave the kids are at home and someone's babysitting at home, you can go for your gym date. You have the car to be intimate. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you have spaces around. Yeah. I'm not, uh, you know, what, advocating oh. advocating for like indecent exposure. But you sometimes have to look at what are the resources that we have because sometimes you're both thinking this, the, the same thing that our kids are always in our faces. Mm. How are we going to do this? Mm. Uh, and you need to get creative. Yeah. I, I was talking to on our last episode to Longena Disney and actually Alexis Kwame and he was talking about how after Kupata Toto things changed, right? In terms of the sex life. And for him, the biggest thing, Kwanzaa, Ali Kua in the delivery room, right? Uh, yeah. He, he went to, uh, I, Both times. I, yeah. I, 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 did for, I did for the first one. Oh. And then the second one, you the C-section. But for the first one, Ali appeared, then emergency captain, I got a emergency, I got a C-section. But Ali Kua no again, that experience was not the same. But then he needed to have a sit down with his wife, Nakua, and that difficult conversation. But all the while, kind of kidding, how do I bring it up? You know, yeah. kind of ungrateful, very self because of that is my child. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, now you mama we because of what I did. You know, to put the kid in there. What well, you did together? Yeah, yeah, it's true, it's true, yeah, it's true. But that's, that's the thing. But that's the conscience of a man. It yes, point, right? Yeah. where do I get the guts and the audacity? I love this baby so much but the experience is not the same anymore based on what i saw in the delivery room mm. it was a very intense conversation but for him and Sema, for the sake of saving his relationship if you can come as a man he need to find a way upon this conversation mm. now we know a lot of people about Andy that keep turning around it but they can never have that no matter sometimes maybe doctors will come there if you don't have the guts don't they'll get in here what made you go? I I don't think I could have stayed out. Yeah, it was no. Yeah. Uh, in fact, the second one, second uh, the first one, we had it in South Africa, and they weren't. Um, they were. They're like they assumed I'd be in there, mm -hmm. you know. 
He wasn't even yet. I was. Yeah. We're in a we're in a maternity center. It was supposed to be a natural birth, and then we had to go into C-section, and they have a theater there. Where I was, we were just together, you know, just moving together, promoting, no problem. Um, Aga Khan, Walianza kusimama our policies that you cannot come into the theater. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kind of like, they started to talk about that policy, and the shy was the shy just laughed. Like, what do you think? I tried to stop me from bringing my like, like <laughs> I'm gonna definitely have my, and especially I'm gonna be under. At least I need someone who can at least kick someone. You know, like I need an agent. Quite, she's you know, she was quite. We um uh, um we went in. Uh, I mean, I went in, and um, in fact, the Aga Khan was way better facilities. We had music on. And what you know, with Bluetooth, you know, I was able to like connect the the, the you know connect the phone, and the the music that I had, <laughs> this child was like, what is this music? I had like some classical, some soothing, you know. I was. I'm not gonna play that. Yeah, yeah no. I, you know, I would have played two. Beat them up. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> like any um. So and then when the baby came out. You know, I was just with the baby, and she was like, "What the hell? Why did you leave me? Like, you left me. You just went like a baby. Now you got your baby, Mimi. You know, you left me behind, like as if I was nothing." And I was like, "You know, I didn't even, I didn't even think about that, but yeah. she, she felt it." And I was like, "Okay." And even now, I, really, I I'm quite dismissive about it because I was like, "Yo, the baby was out. Like, <laughs> like you know, like she's like the baby was out. I had to be, you know, yeah. you know again talking about that." That hypersensitivity, yeah. hypervigilance, like you know, just mm-hmm. as a dad, I'm just yeah. like my kid, my kid. What am I? I'm supposed to, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Cause yeah. that kicked in, and you know, um, I think you know, talking about this really, because I'm, you know, I think this is very helpful. Talking about it, I start to think about where I was at, and I might even recognize myself, yeah. but until I talk about it, I don't really like, you know, acknowledge that this is where my head is at. You know, I'm just like. You know, I take it for granted. Come by, my head is here. Oh, you know, it's just natural. Or it's normal. Yeah, you know, yeah. don't actually assess. You know. Yeah. 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 You couldn't stay. There's no way they were gonna kick so, you. There was no way. So the first, the first time around, um, was a was a difficult birth. <clears throat> I've had uh, you know, complications, bleeding. I was there. I was there compre- doing compressions on her uterus. Uh, so it was a very traumatizing experience. Oh, uh, second child, we're expecting delivery date is, is coming. She's like, I don't think I want you in the room with me. I'm like, why? Like, it's gonna give me give me flashbacks, and I think it's just gonna re reignite that trauma. And I think I just wanna I wanna try and do this do this solo. The moment her water broke. <laughs> she like you know it was it was done. There's no way I was leaving her. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and and I'm like after after we delivered, I'm like oh so what happened to you not wanting to be here? Me be here? She's like shut up. Don't you start kissing me? All the trauma disappears. Yeah, you're bringing up old shit. Yeah, me me me. I intentionally wanted to be for the first child, and I was adamant about it, Kabisa. And I stayed in it was like a plan. I stayed in Kabisa for the conversation. And then it had to be it became an religious case now. About the village school. So it was an induced an induced birth was called the process and then I became the So 
And that is when I learned to appreciate it. Like I knew, but I think I appreciate, I, I learned to appreciate motherhood even more. Because Babu will call another process, yeah, Uchungi Nyanza Chana, Paco Siko Joto Yatoka. Right? And then of a Uloko book in the baby's to be, now, Billy, I'm a copy by. This is a long time. Push, 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 push. Quick, I mean, now I'm 12 and 20. So, maybe all I remember right now, the commander, the tracker, the you're the father, sign this, sign this, sign this. I'm like, what does he do? What? Like, you don't even have time to ask what does this mean, right? That it means she's gonna be okay. Okay, sign, 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 sign. Go, go, go. For the second child, we'll go to any other discussions like, no, this one, Dr. Minyanga, Dr. Mumbia from the get go, but this one to tell. But Bob a little bit of Misha compared to this one, he talked about the C-section throughout. So there was not even that discussion of uh, even even a bit coming. Like in the looking back now on the conversation we had on the previous episode, now with uh, what Alexis said about how that impacted him. And I've had a conversation with fellow men about the in the living room. A lot of them when I say my peer may show me impacted by that, especially Salah Kwas. But then as men we don't speak about it. Did you have a midwife? Yes, there was. You have a midwife, okay? Because, because, because. Uh, well, I had a midwife. Yeah. We had. And she was, she was like, "Don't be here." She was really, really upfront. Like, wanna be? I think we had an opposite. Uh, we had a midwife from like the moment she got when she got pregnant. Oh yeah. And yeah. we were talking to her the whole time. Yeah. yeah and she yeah. was almost like a coach. Yeah. Okay. In fact, we had two midwives. So we had a midwife in South Africa and yeah. a midwife in Tanzania. Yeah. But you know, they were. Um, I think the midwives. Uh, for me at least, were really helpful mm. in um, in preparing me for in, in preparing and helping us for the journey, yeah. uh, and and helping us, you know, me specifically. Yeah. I was I was helpful, you know, like as we discussed before. And um, I guess, like at the time when when you are delivering, you know, it is probably the most important thing you will do in your life. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and when you like, you are involved. Me, uh, so the you know the first time because the guys were expecting us to come in. Quite, you know, he was like, oh yes, you know, he was coaching me, the, the doctor, he was yeah. coaching me, explaining. And the midwife that was, was in the right? Yeah, and they said the midwife because the midwife was there and um, the doctor was there. They had a surgery, like we had like team. Proper support. Yeah, quite, you know, they they told me where to go and you know they they had prepped me to go sit right next to Shai's head yeah, okay. and you know just talk to her. And so I said, they're like, yeah, and like um, don't. No, don't look up, is what he said. Yeah. Don't look up. And uh, in fact, Hafiz was there, but uh, Nadim, his older brother, was there. Yeah. So I called Nadim as I'm like, I'm not, it was me, Shaista, and her older brother mm-hmm. on the phone. Like, yeah, you know, we're talking, we're talking. I mean, he, you know, we, we had this relationship where I called him, and I don't know, he just, he was support. For yeah. some reason, he was like the person I called at that time, and he was good support. And you know, the doctor told, told me that to look. Don't look, 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 look at I was like, ah. Yeah. I should have yeah. listened to that. Yeah. You know, so, so it was, I mean, it's just the, you know, I, you cannot tell me I was not like involved. You yeah. know, like, well, the we are pregnant, I'm defending it at yeah. this point. I'm defending it. But, 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 you know, yeah. but I also think, Kwamba, as as we get matured, yeah. at least for me, as we get matured, I, and then you realize more, Kwamba, during that moment, 
they little the things actually matter. But we in a way she is a life of death. Yeah, yeah. life and death. Exactly. Nothing else, nothing else like, matters. Nothing else matters. Mm-hmm. Then all I could think about is please keep her alive. Yeah. Please give me Yeah, give me my baby. baby. Give me my baby. Oh, oh, oh. My mom, oh. my mom mm-hmm. and her mother wanted to require a car. So I remember to end no food, no what. So now you can come and end the theater to case of emergency. Um, what were you around when I came out? I was like, Why are you bringing me food? Yeah. Like, why are you, you think this is what you did it right now? So, one of them was a corridor, and I'm looking at them like. Uh, Michael, there's absolutely no way there was a panic. Mm. But I was scared as fuck. Uh, like I was scared as fuck. I was like, please, any lady, any make sure Kila Kitu Kinokwasa. Like nothing else can match up the way. Nothing else. Now you speak to fathers when you more than go through experience, and I'll convey exactly the same thing. Mm. But during that particular moment, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I haven't talked to you in a long time. But please, we've been good. I haven't been that bad. And I think that's the essence of having this conversation. That's the essence of it. It's not, you don't find a lot of guys about they actually sit down and have one experience because of a lot of time you made it in Tokyo, you 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 need to create that more convocation now, protective more. So what is needed? What do I gotta do? What do I gotta bring in? Um, hospital bills. Yeah. <laughs> like admin, you're stuck in administration. You know, in the past, uh, Hamungi, you know, you're not allowed to go in. Um, you know, uh, you know, you're detached from the process. Yes. You know, I mean, here, you know, like like oh, you know, guys, like you know, they're like in the in the waiting room. 24 hours, they didn't know, one of the wife and kids, like, you know, it was in the past, meaning, you yeah, know, what parenting, yeah, yeah. and that's what is still, like, the expected norm, yeah. but, you know, you are detached from this process, and that's just not the case. Yeah, yeah. that's just not yeah. the case, that is just not the case, that is just not the case, so, yeah, and and, and, and for me, that is right for some part of the age I have this talk, man, it's, Kwanza, first of all, I'm not weird, because we're not I don't remember, I don't think I've ever talked about it. Mm-hmm. I've, I've, I've never really had this kind of Assess it, yeah. yeah, yeah like it's important to assess it. So, as a result, when we were having the second child, I was already like managing my expectation, like, this is what is going to happen. You're going to have a baby immediately after Kitoka. You need to have that part. So, like, you know, I got to my first child and Nazario, and then I'm like, why are you, why are you yeah, like, yo, now? man, yo, oh, later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 the bills need to be paid. Yeah, hospitals, yeah, hospitals, squeezy. Oh, capitalists, capitalists, man, capitalists. So, um, as we're winding up now, I want us to talk about in terms of, um, the importance of managing expectation, right? In the sense, in the sense of, in terms of fatherhood, like in also in terms of how to take it slow with your partners. Because Bob Moya, obviously, it's very wrong to assume common things and just not gonna go back to normal. But clearly, as a discussion to require things have never gone back to normal. So for people who maybe they haven't had kids, 
moja kuna swala ku manage expectation kwa kwa first of all kuna swala fatherhood pili kuna swala support i think abubu ongelea vizuri sana kwamba you might think you have a lot of support mm-hmm. not enough for vitu vingi sana but in reality after what you might get yeah, 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 yeah. and then it's on you it's just you too like you were tonight at the hospital and you know this this probably a deflated feeling yeah. you get because what makes you can you can you get like 30 minutes an hour makes you can you know your big nini you're like you know it's like a party and then they you, you think then, of you yeah. think of it as a kind of right well, and then, and then i think yeah. you must have experienced yeah. this as well as with the first kid got people coming in and out all the time yeah. every yeah. the second kid like after the first two days yeah. like Gone. where is Yeah, you have that here people will come you know some people have their mothers come in they do not have that close family naturally they love their privacy like i just want to be me my wife and my kid and that's a whole different dimension in india of their relationship as well because you got to go like so put it this way look at it this way i had paternity leave about five working days right and i'm up and apparently you were lucky by then that's the yeah. thing i got and three I thought, and i thought you you know multiple people would do come yeah. only three five because i was working for the bbc mm-hmm. when you are a five shout out to them yeah but after that me na rudi kazi huyu mwanangu anabaki nyumbani mimi napambana na kazi na rudi nyumbani nimechoka lakini i'm excited i'm going back home to see my wife and my kid na vitu kama hivyo huyu mwanangu ameshinda na mtoto kutoka asubuhi so the time when i rudi away for high like thank god the help is here after it's your child is more boy guide So there is that in and you come but sometimes you're like ah, but I'm tired too. And then of you come oh lakini mwanangu leo anachoka. And then kuna the whole conversation and night shifts. Watoto wanapoanza kulia kuna ule muda ambao anachanganya analia kwamba nani amke amwangalie mtoto. I remember when you kwa mwanzo in a hindsight you feel now I was like but you wanna shinda hapa nyumbani. Mtoto akiana wewe surare. <laughs> yeah. Get you know, I, I, I've made Don't a mistake of saying that before. I, you yeah. don't say that. Yeah. If there's oh. one thing you don't say is that. I don't think there's anything you say. Shut up. Any time you open your mouth is a problem. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I met that I, I met that yeah. like I was like to music and I was going to the moment they said in the corner here i was like what are you saying because una sawa mbona ni mtumzima ana schedule zake by the time that we and now maybe the other boy she can get a minute to kuangalia tv she can get she can get the moment to take a shower she can get the moment to eat what she wants she can get the moment maybe to make up for thing we we as men don't realize or this i realized you know um breastfeeding is really taxing It's really hard yeah. you know it's like uh it, it's you know it just it's draining quite the you know it drains energy it you know it, it, i think it even has psychological drain like you feel like something is coming out of you you know i don't know I yeah. mean, but yeah. you know combine it it's just um the 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 toll it took on my wife when she you know was evident 
you know, quite, you know, you have to be uh, in the Quran. We like, we're, you know, you pay your wife for that. Yeah. Or, you know, it's like it, it's like it's like a dispensation about whether you are you are like, um, I guess, beholden to. Now, see, quite, um, you have to be really as you know, you can't be like, ah, yeah, it's just you know something like. I don't understand. And then you have yeah, exclusive breastfeeding yeah. six yeah. months straight. Yeah, exclusive breastfeeding. Yep. Yeah. Unless you unless you took him to a shop, exclusive breastfeeding for six months. It's straight. yeah. It's quite well, well. You know, you have to be you have to like yeah. you have to be conversant of like the, the person. Other stupid things, fathers say. Though, yeah. Is, uh, yeah. Babies crying. Like, yeah. Just, just, just give him milk. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Just give him a boom. Exactly. Just give him a boom. But you know, like you don't realize how, uh, like, uh, you know how, like, how much of a toll it has on her for for anakua any. You know, it's hard work. It's hard work. You know. Yeah. So Nadia, if I bring it back to in terms of managing expectation, but also in terms of fathers, quite much more. Where, I mean. We should speak about mental health trail that it has on fathers, but then how do we trade in the sense that how do we treat children in the sense combat? You have to be in tune with how you're feeling. Like you know also you have to be considerate of the other person as well. And you don't want to be seen as selfish. Mm-hmm. So how do you how do you because there are things that you're feeling as a father from a means of explain, but also you don't want to be selfish because you are complaining at that moment. So how do you tread carefully and respectfully? How do you, 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 how do you, how do you, how do you, like how do you deal with that? Let me put it that way. Okay, that's very loaded. But, um, is to, like you have nine months to prepare. I think it's, it's also a good, a good process. As you're going through and doing the checkups, how the baby is progressing, the health of the baby, the health of the mother. Those are the times you start to prepare. How are we going to address being very open. I mean, this is this is your person. I, I always re- return back to that. This is the person you said I want to spend the rest of my life with. If you cannot speak to them, who can you speak to? Right? Just being raw and completely honest that our sex life's gonna change. Perhaps the first few days we're not gonna be able to. Okay. How do we communicate when we feel the desire, the need, or the want? Right? Openness. Um, when you're feeling exhausted, I'm feeling exhausted. How are we? How are we navigating through it? kind of like when you start a business you talk about all the shit that can go wrong and how you're gonna deal with it navigate through it when you're happy not when the shit's hitting the fan when you're happy you set out lay out that plan so when you get to that point you've already had a conversation even if it pisses you off that I said I'm feeling this way in your brain already we've had this conversation I had committed to being understanding right and having that those conversations and when we do express not um, to always remember to use this I statement, I'm feeling, this is what I'm feeling, right? You can't speak for the other person's feelings and where they are, but you need to speak for yourself. This is how I feel. I feel neglected when you just focus on the baby the whole day and don't have time for me, right? One, already you're expressing your need that I want, I, I need to have time with you and to connect with you. And when you just focus on the baby, it makes me feel neglected. So already you're setting both of you up for problem solving rather than from uh, building those defense walls. Because if I, if I say you are just always focus on the baby, already my defense is going to go up. I'm like, obviously, then who else is going to take care of the baby? Da 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 da. And you're, you're going to end up in a fight. So learning how to communicate in effective manners 
but having that conversation before right as you said there's no blueprint to how parenting works it's knowing your partner knowing yourself and having those discussions together kwamba if let's say our sex life is very alive and we have sex every day of the week and that's our that's our need and our desire that's going to change so how are we going to communicate this and how are we going to accommodate these needs when they do come up maybe they won't great if they don't for both of us but if it does for one of us or the other how do we communicate you know so we're not again hurting each other's feelings we're not neglecting each other being able to use those i statements when you communicate your feelings it's important because it helps you to problem solve right when it comes to these expectations i don't know if these are expectations to be managed right i i i often don't like saying manage your expectations because it's saying just limit what it is that you're looking forward to um, but rather plan how do we want this to look like how do we want to navigate new parenthood how do we want to navigate child rearing how do we want to navigate our relationship in this moment rather than how do we manage our expectations no how do we you know how do we navigate through this how do we want to see this how do we want to tackle this how do we want this to feel like because when we come from managing expectations we're already saying we're not going to get our needs met we're not going to have what we had we're focusing on the negative or we're losing right so already it's putting us in a headspace that isn't something ideal isn't something desirable but when we talk about okay things are going to change but how do we want to look like it's more positive there's more enthusiasm right and we can plan structures around the way we want it to look it will look different but this is how differently we want it to look so i think moving or shifting that mindset from expectations managing them to how do we want it to look like realistically taking everything into consideration that there'll be hormonal changes physical body changes there'll be time management changes because now your your cycle is basically based off of that baby's cycle <laughs> no longer your sleep cycle right ah, so <laughs> yeah, yeah, sleep cycle so how do we plan around this having all this information you know so that it's still enjoyable pleasurable it's something we can look back and say wow that was a tough time but we really made the most of it thank you so as we are winding up Prabhu, if there's one thing that you want people to pick from this conversation what would that be I guess um be there you know be mm-hmm. present and um you get through it you yeah. know it's not that hard it's not that it's hard. not that hard yeah. um when you know thinking about it now you know they're all just positive memories yeah. and you get through it you yeah, know yeah, just yeah. be there you know do your best and your best is probably good enough yeah yeah yeah, yeah. your best is just good enough but yeah. be present it's super important and in addition to what Nadia said like whatever it is that you're going through it probably won't last mm-hmm. in terms of emotions yeah it probably won't last kama ukweza kuzikutafuta njia kuna navigate na kuzimeka na kuzimanage kuzi address this yeah. right yeah. plan to navigate yeah. or, you know have yeah. strategies yeah how fees what would you have been think really piggybacking off of what Nadia said you know instead of shutting down show up mm. and remember that um, your partner is your person and if you can't engage and communicate and be open with that person then forget children you're setting yourself up mm. for a misery yeah. even beyond 
Maybe anything you want to add? No, nothing? I think this have is this so conversation. Yeah. Like, just have these conversations. And again, as we're seeing here, it's, it's normal. It's normal to experience the difficulties. It's normal to experience the joys. And let us embrace both. I'm both a part of us. We, we exist in, in, in duality. There's night and there's day. So there will be positive experiences and there will be negative experiences. But let us be embracing of both. Because mm. if we don't embrace the, the difficult experiences, then we're not going to come up with plans to resolve or navigate through them. We'll just run away. Because you have other uh, new fathers that end up spending their time at work, at the bars, at home with their prime like their their primary families where they were born into yeah. you know yeah. to avoid being in those negative <laughs> situations yeah. Yeah. right which doesn't do anything for you because you feel at the end of the day you feel guilty that i'm not there for my, my, my the love of my life for this child of mine but you're also struggling so that denial of your struggle yeah. is what's leading to these behaviors that lead to the guilt and lead to the pain which is just toxic yeah. Yeah, so embrace both. Like the, the joys, the beauty, the excitement, and also the scary stuff. Because only when you do address it, when uh, accept it and acknowledge it, is when you can choose how you want to, to navigate through it uh, and how to, yeah. you know. I have a friend, America, so they got the first child. The pregnancy, it was a very scary experience for him in terms of the relationship reaction a wife and coronary reactions a wife with by the admission of his family to the extent Kwamba in Ifika Kipindi Wakatwa Ifakana suggest Kobolis have a second child Yama Kambia no and it was such a horrible experience for me no I can't do it I can't do it why if you go like for him it felt like it took a lot of energy to make the relationship work yeah just to stay yeah so for him, we have to go through that again. Mm. I'm not ready. I don't think I have the energy and I need to come through that thing again. And as we were having this conversation in my mind, I'm like, and probably did you get a chance to have this kind of conversation? Yeah, yeah. We don't speak enough. Mm. We don't speak enough. We had this group, I think it disintegrated. It was called Dads and Dark. Oh. And I thought it was a really nice group. Uh, it's, it's still active, technically. Like, it's turned into like a business. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I would even, yeah. Like, but um, we used to meet every, uh, every once a month, uh -huh. and we'd go out, and we just have you know have a have a big dinner and drink, and just talk. Mm -hmm. You know, dads, you just wow. dads, you just talk. And um, I think it was uh, it was it was a very healthy. Um, very healthy thing where, where, you yes. know we, everyone would tell you their scenarios this happened that happened you know you 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 get into the same discussions yeah. and you'd realize that you're not alone yeah. or you and know that's very important yeah, right yeah, yeah. because sometimes you might feel like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, don't, 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 don't take yeah. you know you go through this yeah, and yeah. you know or, or the problems are unique to you yeah. you know they are not unique to you they are yeah. more common than you realize yeah and you know yeah yeah, so for him, I'm gonna ask him, like, did you have this kind of conversation before, mm -hmm. or did you have this kind of conversation out to a guinea? Could you experience Did you have this kind of conversation with some women too? Probably some of them they went through what your wife went through. Now, there's a how they because. 
I'm, I'm a firm believer of but there are some things that for men that only a man can understand. Right? Yeah. Only. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. And I believe mm-hmm. So this is one of the things like there's absolutely no way maybe Ngeza Kwanda this kind of conversation. I mean, I can have this conversation with my wife. Mm-hmm. And I knew she's very understanding and it's okay. But it's not like Ngeza, I can relate to it. Yes. 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 Yeah. It won't, yeah, it won't have the same resonance. It won't, yeah, it won't, yeah. yeah. not with it. So that's why, that's why it's so important for Siska Mwana Ume Kuongea and Kwanza Kujaribu Kubrek that side of your combat. It's not such a taboo thing. Mm-hmm. It's not a, it's not yeah. a taboo thing. It's not no. a, you know you're not a being an emotional or you know yeah. whatever it is. It's actually constructive. It yeah. is constructive it is. discussions. Yeah. yeah. So thank you guys for coming through and for making this happen, my guy. Thank you for having us. Yeah. yeah. This, this was, was this was amazing. It yeah. Was, yeah. It was. It was. It really really was. So yeah. Tulikuwa na Abu Suya pia tulikuwa tuna Hafiz Juma I remember the last time kwenye uh, conversation yetu kuhusiana na mental health for men but specifically tunazungumzia wa baba first and fathers um being a dad for the first time experiences na bit kama hivyo it has been a great conversation so you know kama there's something that we say that either you don't agree with or you have a personal experience or kuna kitu ambacho unataka kushare remember the admin the podcast on Twitter that admin the podcast on Instagram send us a tweet, send us a DM, you know, ask us a question. We bring up another side of the conversation about what maybe we've left out and this is what we're here for. So come on talk to us here on the Art Mind Matters TV on Instagram, on Twitter and Facebook. Are you on Facebook or on Instagram? It's there. It's there, but it's not. The, the important thing you could have on your link. Yeah, just go to the website. Yeah, just go to the website <laughs> and then Mind Matters would have a book session come on talk to us the different ways they look at fun makes it and very fun yeah so till next time guys thank you thank you for coming through this was a good one hopefully we get to have more of these kind of conversations zaidi na zaidi kobel absolutely so thank you till next time peace man 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 the podcast